This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hello everyone, it's your favourite podcast host here, Joe Redman, just letting you know that the TalkSport fan network is now proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Scott Arfield, he's been threatening that recently. And all the Burnley players run to the Darwin end. Burnley win the next ball, it's Rory now. On the outside, he's got it! He's got it! Ashley Barnes with it! What a cross from Rory! And there was Ashley Barnes, and Burnley leading the Derby. Obviously quickly finds Benson in space at the byline. Yes, hello everybody and welcome along to the latest episode of the Turfcast podcast pre-game show with me, Joe Redman, ahead of this week's game against Luton Town. Of course, it is the rearranged fixture which should have been played in the second game week, but of course the, the, the stadium or Kenilworth Ward wasn't ready. And in typical Burnley fashion, we're now playing them after a victory when the confidence is going to be up and Kenilworth Road will be bouncing. But I'm joined by Jamie Castle. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, good, mate. As you can imagine, um, floating after the first Premier League win in Luton's history at the weekend at Everton. Um, and yeah, as you say, I think if if Gary Sweet could take some credit and say that he planned it to, to rearrange it after our first win, you, you, you probably will. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good time to sort of play you home and the Kenny's going to be working on Tuesday. 
Yeah, I can imagine. And it's just typical as well. We played Newcastle straight after they'd spanked Sheffield United 8-0 and then beat City. Now we're going to play you after you've got your first ever uh, Premier League win. But before we get started, I just want to remind everybody that we are, are this season sponsored by Green King Sports, where football is more than a game. Green King Sport venues are showing every single televised Burnley fixture over the 23-24 season with over... 900 sports pubs across the UK. It doesn't matter whether you're based in Burnley or Brighton, you can catch every single minute of the action. So please keep an eye out during the season for events, offers, content and competitions that will put you closer to the action. Now, Jamie, um, you've just mentioned the Everton win. Obviously, I've got you on Instagram, follow your page and the stuff that you create. I know that you went up to Goodison Park uh, on Saturday. Just talk talk to me about the experience rather than the actual game. Like, how was it as an experience being there for Luton Town's first ever Premier League win? Yeah, incredible. And I think um, like every away game so far this season, the away end has been bouncing. Um, and even even the train strikes tried to dampen our mood with ha- everyone having, either having to travel up the Friday and back Sunday or, or drive up. But even with that in the rain, the away end was still in, in amazing spirits. And I think uh, it, it's it's that 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 fine between almost enjoying to, enjoying being here because obviously for Luton Town being in the Premier League is massive and and, yeah. and enjoying being here and just making the most of it because who knows how long we'll be here for, but also being a bit bullish about how we feel we can do here. So it's trying to tread that, that line. Um, but yeah, the the atmosphere yeah it's it's been incredible and I think. Edward has made a lot of it before in terms of even despite, I mean, like for them away, lost 1-0, even despite that at the end, the home end were, was basically empty and the away and we're still singing uh, and chewing the players off. And I think that's that's something that you'll see all season, like no matter, no matter how we get on, just 3,000 fans in the way and just having a great time as football should be. Yeah, fair enough. And talk to me about the game as well. Was it a... Uh, uh... A smash. I mean, I've not seen any highlights, I'll be honest with you. Um, working Saturday night and working Sunday, so not really had the chance. And I, I don't tend to watch match of the day when Burnley get beat anyway, if I'm honest with you. Um, but <laughs> uh, what was the actual game like itself? Was it a deserved win? Was it a bit of a smash and grab? Was it, um, uh, how how did you get the three points? Yeah, I would say it, it was a deserved away performance, right? I mean, I think if you look at the stats, Everton won XG by some way uh, had had more success but I think if, if you really break down the game um, first 15 minutes they were on top had probably three okay chances what one from McNitt just past the post and then two hot shots from Garner and Gay which to be fair you, you, you take in this league that, that they were sort of outside the box shots from great fielders and then from then the rest of the second half I mean we, we, we were excellent we were going forwards we we warned Everton a few times with some corners, some out doubty crosses, with just pinpoint um, lock cues over the bar, Morris deflection, and then the first goal came from the Colton Morris header off the bar. Bit of a scramble in the box, and lock turned in, and yeah, as I said, the RM was was with limbs as, as they attempted to do, and then to score fairly quickly afterwards. Again, another set piece, an out doubty sort of left left side of free kick, Matt Brock. Fantastic finish from Colton Morris. And then we were fairly comfortable, and then we considered a scrappy goal to make it two-one. And then that's when the nerves kick in. Um, yeah, good to get to half-time. But no, second half, I think it was a fantastic away defensive performance. Um, a few chances put in, but not, nothing that you can say was clear-cut. Um, so yeah, I think if you look at the ninety minutes, Everton probably deserved to get a point. Um, but if you look at an away side, newly promoted, would definitely say that that the three points. Were deserved. 
Yeah, I've saw the, I have seen the comments from Edwards, mainly uh, Everton fans getting arsy about it, but he said after the match that before the match he fancied you because of the difference in styles. Talk to me about Luton's style, because I would have had Luton down as, especially as an away team, which contradicts the way you played at the turf last season, but like a physical side that will try and challenge teams on set pieces, which is what I'd pretty much put any any dice side down to. But obviously, Edwards obviously thinks different because he sees a contrast in the two styles. So tell me about Luton's style and how you think you'll play against Burnley. Yeah, we're developing nicely, I think, into into this this all round side. I think that last year a lot was made about our directness, especially under Nathan before. Because I think we were definitely direct. If you look at the, like the, the, the stats in terms of distance of passes and uh, and transition speed, like we, we, we were direct. Edwards has tried to transition a little bit more to a. Oh, I, I, I hate using the word attractive style because I think that sometimes that, that, that's a bit cliche, but a bit more of a ball on the ground style. Um, but we can mix it up. I think if you look at the the Wolves' home performance, we, we, we were very um, proactive in, in in the play. And I think sometimes going direct to see as this this not attractive style of play when actually it's just efficient in the usable. And I, yeah. and that's the way I like I like to just, I like to describe us as a team is just efficient. Um, We've, we've changed tactically a little bit. Um, last season, we, we played that three-five-two with with a single pivot of Nakamba with two eights. Often, Ivanovic and Jordan Clark as, as the eights ahead. But we've transitioned into more of of, of a wider team using the wide areas well in, in a three-four-three. Chiro um, Bene signed on a three in the summer was is electric. I think he's this so far this season the, the fastest player. I think he recorded speeds of around thirty odd kilometers an hour or, or, or north of and. He's very rapid, and I think he's he's a big threat, especially with without a doubt on on the left wing. Um, so in terms of the way we'll play tomorrow night, Tuesday night, I think I, I think we'll, we'll we'll do a bit of both. I think it's it's all about using the ball in the right way at the right time. So I don't think this it's one size fits all um, sport anymore. No, fair enough. It's going to be interesting because I do feel like your physicality might cause us problems. Um, so I think mm. the best bet for you would to be try and let us have the ball, even though home sides never really do that, no matter who they are in any league. So you'll probably try and impose um, your style onto it. But I think the best thing for you would to do would be to try and be a bit physical. Uh, and it's long ball stuff. Yeah, like I said, it's not attractive. I agree. I, I watched us under dice for eight years. Um, and you know what? I never actually minded it when we were winning games and staying up in the Prem. The last 18 months of his reign did become quite tedious because it was it was just becoming a chore. Um, but obviously, you're not at that stage yet. And, and just, just winning games any which way you can and staying in the Premier League is obviously going to be a big thing for you. Just look at your last couple of results, of course. We just touched on it there. Um, beat Everton, a good win at Goodison Park. Uh, we'll forget the the Exeter one because that's not what I'm bothered about. Um, Luton, <laughs> yeah, uh, Luton won, Wolves won. So you know, uh, th yes, they had ten men, but um, you know, a point to point, uh, and, and especially your first point of the season. And then, of course, a narrow defeat at Fulham. Who you know, Fulham had bags of quality, so you know, a narrow defeat there isn't really you know the worst thing in the world. But that's four points from your last two games. Do you feel you've turned a corner now, like? picking up points and and potentially picking up points uh, on Tuesday against, you know, a Burnley side who admittedly haven't won yet. Then you've got Tottenham. Then you've got the likes of, of Forest. So, you know, you, you could be earmarking a couple of games for a couple of points here. Like, do you think you've now turned a corner into a team that can pick up points in these games? 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I think Edwards has spoken about it loads in, in his in his post matches how we've progressed, and I think that that is clear to see. I think Brighton and Chelsea away the first two obviously can't get much tougher, despite how Chelsea go in this. I think we we lost our way a little bit. We, we weren't as you say as aggressive as as physical as as, as we were last year, and and that's what got us promoted last. Year. And we've just gone back to basics a little bit. Um, and since then we've just progressed game after game. I thought we were unfortunate to not get a point home to West Ham. Um, Fulham away, I think, was back to getting the ball, despite all the possession Fulham had, did we limited them to almost no chances whatsoever. And a keeping mistake lets them in 1-0 and, and you, you got over that. And then Wolves at home, I think, going back to style of play, I think if, if you were to watch 90 minutes of Fulham and 90 minutes against Wolves, you think, is that is that even the same team? I think Wolves, first half, we were fantastic. Should have been to a 3-0 up. Yeah, as you say, I got off. I think again, it's that cliche where it's hard against ten men. I think we have eleven no, men. Wolves were still um, Wolves were still ambitious and, and we were coming out and, uh, and and still trying to get the win. But then suddenly, when they're down to ten, I think actually that's just bed him two banks of four, and that's it. Um, so I think with ten men, it was actually a harder game than them with eleven. Um, so yeah, definitely turned a corner and definitely progressing. Uh, obviously, with, with, with the victory against Everton, um, and now we're looking at. Uh, at the game on Tuesday against you guys, are thinking this is a really good opportunity to make it three unbeaten, seven points from nine. And then if we do go into the Spurs game with a lot of momentum, Spurs going to them. But you look at it and I think they'll lose soon. So you think if they come to the Kenny, why can't we beat them as well? No, yeah, it's understandable. Obviously, a win breeds confidence. And even like, obviously, we, we, we're in a position now where we only have one point, second bottom of the league. If we go to, to Kennel Ward and, and win tomorrow, it'll be the same for us. We'll, we'll be looking at yeah. these these games against the likes of Bournemouth and Brentford and thinking, well, we can we can beat these teams. Um, talk to me about your ambitions for the season then, because, of course, obviously, uh, some people may recognise you if they watch the overlap. Me and you was on the overlap together. I don't like to mention it. Um, but, um, <laughs> at the start of the season, I remember you and, uh, and me and... Um, Nick, the Sheffield United fan from Sheffield United, where we're just kind of like saying, like, yeah, whatever happens, happens. I was saying, I think we'll stay up. I, th- I seem to remember you and Nick not being as confident. Um, but what are your, like we just said, wins do breed confidence. What are your ambitions now for the season? Is it just a case of whatever happens, happens, or are you looking more towards that? Actually, we can actually stay up here now. Well, I think for me, it's pointless to come into the Premier League and think, oh, whatever happens, happens. Let's enjoy it. The ambition always has to be. 40 points, 17th if you can, and go from there. Although it seems like 35, 36 points is usually enough now to stay up. So I think for any promoted side, even for you guys, right, you, you were by far and away the best side in the league last year. And I think even even for, for, for you guys, your, your ambition should always be first year stay up. I think for any the gap the gap now is so big for any side that should be up. Absolutely, our ambition. But equally, we're not. Um, well, we're equally, we're fully aware of of the challenge at hand, and I think, given what what we've been through, it's all about just progress, and 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 I think putting ourselves in the best position that if 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 we get relegated and go go back into into the championship, it's putting us in the in the best position that we can bounce back and almost become that yo-yo team. I think you it when you're in League One, League Two, and you think you don't really want to be that Premier League Championship yo-yo team, but actually, it's not too bad financially for the club. It's is mm-hmm. is fantastic. That's the absolute number one priority right now is to get Power Court built, the new stadium, and, and then that puts us on a completely different foot into them to progress. I've, I've I've 
spoken about it a few times where even though the last two years in the championship we were one of the best sides in the league over a 20-month period having finished in the playoffs and then and then third to win, to win the playoffs you always had that in that inferiority 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 against the likes of like West Brom and Norwich like even though that they, they weren't a good side you go to North Forms and, and still still be a bit sort of well, this is a, this is a tough test. So I think getting that stadium, getting the money, in and putting us on on an even kill with those sort of sides is 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 really important. Yeah, no, fair enough. Uh, I do like to come not compare you to Brighton in terms of styles or stature of anything, but I seem to remember like 10, 15 years ago, Brighton didn't even have their own stadium. They were playing at the Withdean, which was just a, a running track in the local area. Uh, then they built that stadium and then it's just taken them on onto on another level. Um, so Luton can look towards that and have them sort of ambitions. But you said there, like, you, you, you know, you, you don't want to just be making up the numbers and say whatever, whatever happens, happens. 40 points has always got to be the aim. What's your prediction for your season now? Because, like I said, at the start of the season, not many Luton fans, including yourself, weren't expecting too much to happen. But now you're unbeaten in two. You know, you've shown that, you know, against the... Not lesser sides, but against the teams that are going to be down there with me and you. Uh, well, Luton and Burnley, not me and you personally. Um, you know that you, that you can get that you can get wins. So, are you now looking at this and thinking, you know what? There's because I look at the league and I think there's some bad teams in this league. You've got us two. You've got uh, Sheffield United, who I, I think at the minute are on to finish bottom. Everton, Bournemouth, Wolves. So, are you looking at them teams and thinking, if we finish above three of them, which is very very careful, we stay in the Premier League. Is that what you're expecting? What's your prediction now? And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Away days are fantastic, especially when you win the league at Ewood Park. But there's still nothing quite like playing at home. The same goals for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Yeah, so pre-season, I, I had Sheffield United, Wolves and Everton to go down. I thought we'd finish 17th. For, for me, Luton has always been like a last day of the season sort of club where we just nick it on the last day and stay up. Um, so I had those three sides to go down. I think Wolves are better than, than I thought they'd be. Everton yeah, are sort of on par, but I, I think could could stay up. Um yeah, as you say, I think we can. I think the, the, the game is is built on fine margins, um, and even more so than in, in the championship. Um, and you just take a that if if you look back on last season, who would have had Leicester, Leeds, and Southampton to go down? Put you, people might have got got one or two, but there's always that one club that that surprises people. Brentford, I mean, they're, they're a fantastically one club, but they're struggling at the minute. Um, that they're, they're really off fighting around for points but who knows could they drop off if they lose Tony in January and not replace him um, that, that there's always going to be one or two surprises West Ham were down there sort of uh, up until March last year um, so yeah I'm, I'm still confident that 
we can stay up. Um, but at an, uh, ultimately, I wouldn't be surprised if, if we were to, to down last day or we were to go in 18th. But I don't think we'll, we'll be bottom by, by, by any stretch. I think I think we'll be within three or four points. Yeah, I, 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 I put a bet um, on Sheffield United to finish bottom at the start of the season. Uh, I don't condone gambling, anybody, um, before you all start throwing your money on stuff. Although I do work for a betting company, um, just to get that out there. <laughs> um, and... Then they signed well. They brought Harmer in, Archer in, and I'm thinking, ah, they're actually going to be okay, but they, they've been poor. Uh, so I do think they'll finish bottom, um, if I'm honest. After that, I think we've had a poor start and our confidence is going to be rocked. I thought at the start of the season, obviously, but before you got this win, I thought you could be down there. I'm not a fan of Everton at all, but I do think they'll have enough to stay up. I agree with you on Wolves. I thought they were going to be a lot worse than what they are. Um Bournemouth, they've been worse than what I thought they were going to be. Um, and Brentford mm. as well. That, that's that's an interesting one because I've been earmarking that game recently as well because they play Brentford soon. Um, yes, well-run club, but at the minute they are struggling. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a long season for the both of us, but fingers crossed um, that we can both get out of it. Talk to me about your players then as well because... You know, Luton's a club that not many people will know much about their, some of their players. Um, obviously, we played against you last season, so so we're well aware. A uh, big fan of Carlton Morris, myself. Um, obviously, I think, I think he runs it in the middle. Um, so talk to me about some players that we should be looking out for uh, that could hurt us on Tuesday night. Yeah, Morris, now, if we start the season, he has to bag at least 10 goals or more already on three for the season, um, which, which, which is a good turn, albeit obviously two, two, two of our parents. Um, so I think yeah, he's massive for us, and not only for his goal, but his goals. But he, he's the line so well. Um, I, I think our centre halves are, are also massive. I think given we're going to be down there, um, defence we're going to need to need to be strong, and that's where Tom Lockie comes in. Mm. Signed Mads Anderson from Barnsley in, in the summer, and he's he started slowly. He's starting to to, to to sort of grow game by game, and I think that's going to be a theme throughout the squad this season. Um, uh, yeah, for me, the last two games, our biggest threat has been that left-hand side. So you got Chio Ogbeni signed on a free from Wobham in the summer on, on that left wing. And then left wing back, Alfie Doughty, um, who, for me, looking at it right now, I, I'm, I'm thinking he could get in, in the English squad for the Euros. I think if, if you've got Chilwell and Shaw, who are injury-prone, Rico Henry's out with his ACL, I think we're, we're starting to struggle for, for, for left-backs. And Alfie Doughty, He's only 23, um, fantastic on set pieces. He, he, he's rapid as well, uh, very brave on the ball and uh, defensively for a left wing back, also also pretty good. Um, so I think that that left side for you guys against Roberts and, and Cody Osho, for me, is is where I'm looking at where the game could be won and lost. Yeah, interesting, because obviously Coley Orshaw has been very, very good this season, um, but tracking back isn't necessarily his forte, although... Uh, he was switched the other side against Newcastle because he was up against Anthony Gordon. He's probably the only one with the pace that, that could keep up with Anthony Gordon. Connor Roberts, although he's been relatively solid defensively, he, he's giving the ball away a lot. So it's going to be interesting to see how you press us, if you press us. I, I, like I said, I'm not sure whether you'll let us have the ball or whether you'll try and get in our faces. I think the best thing for you to do would, would try and get in our faces and, and try and make us lose it because we haven't looked as good this season as we did last season, obviously playing against lesser opposition last season. Um, but, you know, this new style of play, we didn't expect to be giving the ball away so much. And that brings me on nicely uh, to what you've made of Burnley so far this season, because, of course, not the start we would have wanted, but with my personal view, it's probably the start we should have expected when you saw the fixtures come out. 
my argument has always been um, we, are, we are pretty much where we would expect to be with the teams that we've played against. So we shouldn't have beaten any of it. I know, I know some people will argue, well, Sheffield United did well against City. They did well against Spurs and lost in the last minute, whereas we were beaten convincingly by both. Wolves, of course, have then gone and got a, a, a three points against City. But to have a point against Forest, for me, out of the fixtures that we have, is probably where you'd expect to be. So I'm not panicking just yet. For me, our season starts with this game. I'm fully expecting us to 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 take the next fixtures and, and climb up the table. I do still think we'll be okay. Um, but what what have you made of Burnley's starts of the season so far? Yeah, as you say, I, I certainly wouldn't panic. It's been a I think if you look at the average position of of the la- last year's finishes and in, in the fixtures that you played this year, it's been one of the toughest. You say Newcastle, mm. Spurs, City, Villa, Forest are, are still a good side. So yeah, it's been a very tough start. Clearly, you would want more points. Um, and at the end of the day, I think, as you said earlier, it's, it, it is a confidence game. And and you almost, this game for you becomes absolutely huge because suddenly if you lose lose away at us, then confidence start, starts to start to, to tie down. And that's the AHA exactly. as, as, a, as a rival to us this season in terms of where, where, we, are, where we are on the table. Um, but no, I think, as I said, you, you were far and away the best side in the league last year. Um, but even despite that, I thought our games against you were, were were fairly tight. I think if you look at Turf Moor, it was what game week two, so fairly early yeah. on. So it's hard to cast any sort of judgments. Obviously, we've changed manager since then. Um, but one one, I thought that was a fair result. And then at our place, I thought we were the better side, and you guys got the penalty to make it one nil. And yeah, that, that that was a bit gutting. But for us, that that gave us the confidence that actually we can be amongst the best teams in in, in the league. Um, so it'll be it'll be a tight game tomorrow night, and as you say, the, the season for you guys starts tomorrow night. Um, for us, I, I hope it starts for you on Saturday. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. But uh, just just quickly get our fixtures coming up off the top of my head. I can't remember them. Of course, it's Luton Town next. Uh, then after that, um, it's Chelsea think game. I think it's... for you guys. Thank you, mate. It is actually. You are right. I'm shocked that you got that. I was just waiting for it to load on the screen. But then it's Brentford. I mean, Chelsea have had a shite start, so you know yeah. that's winnable. But my problem with Burnley is, is we always give these teams too much respect, even though that, even though they've had a bad start. We're the same against Man United. Yes, we dominate the first half, but then in the second half, we just gave them too much respect and just ended up being passive. But then it's Brentford. Then it's Bournemouth. Both away. Then Everton away, but in the cup. Then Palace at home. Arsenal away. So write that one off. But then West Ham at home. Sheffield United at home. Wolves away. Brighton away, Everton at home, Fulham away, and then it goes into some difficult fixtures again uh, with Liverpool and uh, Villa before playing you guys again. So, so the next few games are obviously a lot more winnable than than the first six, seven. So, yeah, I'm hoping that we can start climbing that table. But what sort of game are you expecting then tomorrow night? Are you, well, how are you expecting Luton to, to, to line up against Burnley and, and how are you expecting you to, to take the game against us? Do you think you'll let us have the ball or do you think you'll get in our faces? How do you think you're going to do it? No, I, th- I think I think we'll, we'll get in your faces. I think it will be a, a bit more like the Wolves away performance than the Everton away performance. Um, I think at home, the, the, uh, on the back of winning at Everton, the home sport is going to be absolutely up for this. Um, yeah, because loss after loss and draw and just winning starts to get, get fans a bit down. But now you're almost a bit rejuvenated after after a massive win. Um, and it's just the confidence that if you guys were to go what one nil up, then I think the fans now wouldn't, wouldn't lose a bit of faith that, that they would have the faith that that we we we, we can kick on. So yeah, I think we'll be in your faces, I think we'll be unchanged. Three four three, front three of Ben Morris and Brown, and I think that they'll press you from the start. And 
I'm not sure if, if you saw the playoff semi-final last year at home to Sunderland, but that atmosphere was just a, a, like the word called when is used a lot, but that was exactly what it was like and Sunderland couldn't cope. Um, and almost a similar sort of side, as you say, I think it, it, we, we can be aggressive against you and, and, win, and win that battle as we as we did against Sunderland. Obviously, Sunderland didn't have any turn back then, but I think we, we were aggressive, front-footed and, and we, we took lead early on and, and there was no looking back. And I think that's that's our aim. I think the scar was massive and Everton away was the first time we took the lead and, and we know how important that is. So so we're going to go do everything we can to go one the lot. Otherwise, it, it could be a tough game. Yeah, no, fair enough. I think that's probably been our main weakness um, this season has been the defence. Uh, they just seem to crumble a little bit too easily, um, giving the ball away too much. Uh, goalkeeper's not really settled in yet as well, of course, brought him in from Man City uh, uh, in the summer. Um, that's currently a big debate on the Burnley hashtag, whether we should be playing Murich or, or traffic should have come straight in, but that's a different debate. Uh, final one from me, mate, before we start wrapping up. What's your prediction then, mate? Obviously going into it with a lot of confidence, so fully expecting you to say that you think, you know, obviously the home crowd will roll you on and, uh, and that's fair enough. I do think you'll have a big part to play, but what, what's your prediction, mate? Exactly that. I think if if it was at Turf Moor, it'd be a bit, it'd be a different story and it'd be an, an even tougher game than it already is. Um, but I think home could be massive. I'm looking at it with, with a little bit of a FPL lens as as something that I, I take a lot of interest in, and I, I've got the, the armband on mom this game week, so I'm I'm hoping for a goal or two from him. So on on the eight red hat preview, I I, I said two 0 Luton with a Colton brace, and I'm with that. Yeah, fair enough. I think we'll concede because, as I said, I think the uh, defence has been a little bit shaky this season. I do think the home crowd will, will, will play a massive part. If anything, I think you're going to nick a goal from a set piece because you have looked good at set pieces, whereas we've looked quite poor against them. But I'm just hoping. It's probably more in hope rather than expectation. Mm. But I do think out and out, if you look at the team sheet and we play the right players, I think we can hopefully um, play our game and, uh, and win the game. But I'm going to go 2-1 to Burnley because, like I said, our season starts this game. And I think... I will not panic if we get beat uh, on Tuesday, but I'll start thinking, right, OK, we, we can't hide behind these fixtures anymore. So I think the players will be going into it with that sort of attitude and, and hopefully uh, for us, of course, get a win. But yeah, fingers crossed for us. So it's going to be interesting to see. Um, but final one for me then, mate, um, is um, where just let everyone know where they can find you, where they can digest any loot and content if they so wish. Yeah, so I'm Jamie Castle and I'm on the Oak Road Hatter podcast. So we are at Oak Road Hatter on Instagram and we're Oak Road Hatter pod on Instagram. Happy days, mate. Thank you for coming on. I know you're a busy man. Obviously, exciting times for Luton. Uh, good luck for the season. Good luck in your battle to stay Thank up. You, but obviously, after Tuesday. Yeah, uh, same to you. I, I hope your season <laughs> starts on Saturday. Cheers, mate. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates have already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ornament delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.